0: Yeah, excellent. Right? That's the the 19th century entrepreneurship. We we write a business plan, we build something, and then we hope we got it right. <laughs> Today we're moving into different in different directions. So that's okay. that's great.
1: So I think uh, the, the regarding business plans, I think uh, I, I've uh, heard your uh, sort of uh, um, you know uh, uh, stat chats and podcasts around business plans, and I can't agree with it more. I think it's a highly misused tool. And I think where we also see uh, to add on top of probably what you mentioned, uh, you know, we walk into companies all the time and ask them, okay, do you have a, um, Is there a business case for this innovation? What have you actually done to validate if this idea has legs? And ninety-five uh, percent of the time, someone would bring out a business plan, and uh, you know, show us he um, we had a plan for the whole new product. And then we ask a very simple question. We ask them, how do you know customers would have actually paid for this product? Do you have any notion of price elasticity in your business plan? As in when the price actually goes up, the volume goes down? And then there's a blank stare, right? So these business plans are always built with all kinds of assumptions uh, to the point where it's just a simple self-fulfilling prophecy and tells an innovator what they want to hear. Um, and it's uh, And without the willingness to pay and the pricing and the price elasticity information, that the market actually perceives in a business plan, it's highly inactionable. So I think business plans are useful when you sort of are uh, are more ready to launch the innovation after you've done more of your test and learn, truly understand pricing and willingness to pay, and then ingrain that in the business plan to really showcase and bring the organization together. But it's a highly misused tool nowadays to justify continued investments and ideas that are honestly crappy.